Are you young, dedicated, up and coming, motivated, and bold? Well, we got a podcast for you. Welcome to the Get Your Grind Up podcast, where we invite the world's future leaders and break down their stories to success. It's about the nit, grit, triumphs, and failures as we see how they got to where they are on their loading bars. And you never know, you could be here too. But until then, get your grind up. Welcome back, Get Your Grind Up Nation, to another episode of the Get Your Grind Up podcast with your favorite co-hosts from the East Coast, Justin and Gary. And you guys have joined us for another special edition of the Loading Bar Lounge, where we just chat about things that we've been doing, some of our favorite episodes on the podcast, and keep you updated on everything Get Your Grind Up. Dude, I'm doing good. It's an early Sunday morning. Just finished up with the podcast movement. Mm -hmm. It's a fun time, man. Now I hear that, and I mean, right after we're done, I'm going to hop into some Premier League soccer. So, you know, a great True. Sunday morning. Is, uh, is Chelsea playing today? I think Chelsea is playing and um, losing We'll see. Today. We suck this year, so I'm just not expecting very much. <laughs> Anyways, um, kind of the first thing that we wanted to chat about is this huge event that we've got planned in October. So if you are in the central Florida area, or I guess if you want to fly in, um, the event's going to be on October 1st from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And it's going to be a sort of niche career fair. So think about 100 to 150 students, 10 to 20 companies. Um, but we're wanting to make it a little bit different in the way that we want it to be educational as well. Um, so we're going to be having keynotes, panels, interactive booths from the companies. Um, so it should be a really fun time for anyone who's able to attend. If you do want to attend, uh, we ask that you do apply online because what we're doing is we're going to pre-vet every student. So anyone who has applied, you should be getting a an acceptance um, by the second week of September. That's when they'll start to roll out. Perfect. I'm, I'm excited for it as well. I know we've been building up for this uh, for a long time now. I'm glad to see it actually coming to fruition. But all of you in Get Your Grind of Nation, all of the listeners out there, if you want to be a part of our very first Get Your Grind of event, shoot us a DM, send us an email. We can let you know how to get involved. Or you can hop on our website, getchillgrindup.com. There's an apply page where you can hop on and find that information there as well. And we wanted to hone in on the intimacy and interaction, collaboration that most career fairs are missing. I mean, we all know what a career fair has been like where you show up in your suit and tie, you hand out your resume, and we have these interactions with recruiters that are, I don't know, kind of leave you feeling empty. Like you didn't really leave an impact to so many people. It's crowded. We're trying to go beyond that. We're putting that modernized spin to where you 
companies will know that you're coming. They'll be able to find you, make lasting connections with you, and you'd be able to get a little insight on the favorite companies that you might be working for in the near future. That is our hope, to land you with those companies, help you define your version of success, and get into that career that you wanted to do so. So let us know what you want to do. If you want to hop on the Get Show Grind Up train and fly down for our event, Find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. Shoot us an email. Let us know. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. Um, this one, this first one's gonna be marketing based, and what we're gonna be trying to do is uh, getting it so that we can repeat it on a monthly basis. Where every month it's kind of like a different um, focus, so to say. So we're we're in the plans to have one in November, which would be game design. But again, this first one is marketing. So if you're anyone, you don't necessarily have to be a marketing major, but if you are interested in the marketing field upon graduation or getting an internship, then you definitely want to come to this event because we've already uh, locked down our first speaker. Uh, her name is Sarah Toussaint. She's going to be the v- she's not gonna. She is the VP of Sports Marketing at Wells Fargo. So she's one of the head uh, like account people for the um, Wells Fargo sponsoring MLS. So it's going to be a good time. She's going to talk about kind of her. She's going to be on the panel to talk about like her weird career path of how she's ended up there, starting off in law and kind of just falling into. Um, MLS or working for MLS and then now working for Wells Fargo. So it's going to be a really good time, especially for those who are want to get into kind of the sports management world, because we all know how tough uh, that industry is because there's only so many sports teams out there. Exactly. And if you don't feel like marketing is, you know, the route for you, don't worry. We'll be having many more events in the future and we'll tailor it to a bunch of other fields as well. So stay tuned. Uh, Get those updates from us by subscribing to our website. Send us your email and we can make sure that when your specific field pops up that you will be in the know. 100%. 100%. So that's the career fair that we've got planned later um, this year. But it's been about a month and a half since we've been back. Um, We've had, I think, five guests on the show since coming back. Mm -hmm. So this is our first Loading Bar Lounge. So we just kind of wanted to take some time and, and go over some of our favorite points of each of the episodes that have kind of kind of happened. So so Gary kick us off on on the first episode that we've had of course of course so i mean we've even taken a new approach to the podcast uh since our relaunch we've you know broken down doubled down on those episodes so typically at this time we would have 10 different guests um but so far we up to five but we've really got a lot of great content because we were to uh we were able to uh elongate their episodes and really dive deep into the knit and grit of everything. So our guests so far for the relaunch for the Get Show Grind Up era of the podcast, we have Jesse Louie from Northern Jersey slash New York. He's a Gary V uh, copywriter for VaynerMedia, and he's also a photographer for the U.S. Women's National Team. 
we have Ben Lafer, who's a young podcaster out here in Pennsylvania. Um, incredible kid going to Haverford College very shortly. We have Nico Dupoin, who's a, a marketer. He's an author, an all-around incredible guy living out in Phoenix, Arizona. Then we have our boy um, FIFA Abe. Uh, a Valbuena. He is the EMLS sports player for the Orlando City soccer team. Incredible stuff. He's partnered with a lot of celebrities to play games. He travels and does the E-FIFA uh, e Sports League. It's incredible stuff to essentially watch him play, watch him go to work. Um, I'll let Justin get into that in just a little bit because um, he's had a incredible firsthand experience with that but we've also had most recently lulu price the social media fashionista living out in back in our home area in connecticut uh the harford county she's absolutely killing it on instagram uh, she has all of these social um social media and fashion tips so if you want to spruce up your pictures or need some fashion tips like we did <laughs> um, hop on her episode and she can provide you with all of that information but going through those five guests all from very different backgrounds very different um genres of of study and areas of focus they're all incredible people and honestly i've learned something from each and every episode so, Justin, if you don't mind, I'll break it down and I'll let you guys know what I learned from each one. Yeah, of course. Did you want to start or did you want me to kind of kick it off with, with Jesse? No, yeah, kick it off with Jesse and I'll pick it up from there. Yeah, I think Jesse was a was an interesting one, right? Um, because we've we've had people on Vayner Media or that have worked for Vayner Media, but most of them, I think all of them, besides maybe Pomsey, uh, worked for Team Gary. Um, so that's a really different because obviously you're interacting with Gary the whole time. And the other thing that really surprised me about Jesse was that he he wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of Gary in terms of like he wasn't like a stan um, mm-hmm. for Gary. Like he loved he liked Gary and he, he enjoyed his content, but he wasn't like you need to do this. You you need to listen to Gary V. Blah 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 blah. Like a lot of people are, especially those who want to work for for Vayner Media. So that was an interesting perspective to kind of learn. Um, and kind of like his his journey with Vayner because he started f- with their old office. So before they were like 200 employees, so probably like around the 150 range. Mm-hmm. So it's it was really interesting to see and talk about his perspective and watch um, or and learn how he watched the company grow to what it is now, which is I think is at over 500 employees or something crazy. Yeah, no, like it's that. it's incredible. And the, the coolest thing about about Jesse's. He honestly just picked up a camera and started shooting photos. And then a couple years later, here he is taking pictures with the, the women's national team, Sky Blue FC, um, the National Women's Soccer League. Um, he's really integrated himself into the, the soccer community, even be not being a huge, huge soccer fan beforehand. Um, he definitely is now. Mm-hmm. It was funny because he, he kind of has like the opposite journey of how most people look yeah. to get into Vayner, right? Most people like want to get into Vayner to do the video editing, to do the photography, et cetera. And then they'll probably have to learn the copywriting portion after it um, where he's kind of gone the opposite route of being a copywriter and then learning 
um, and like doing his kind of passion project on the side, which is really unique. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it, especially the, the whole copywriting aspect. You don't meet anyone, really anyone these days, that's like a copywriter and is like, <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm a copywriter. Like, um, for those of you who, who don't know what copywriting is, because I, I mean, ask me three, four years ago, I had no clue. Um, it's just writing everything that you see for content is essentially copywriting. So many different versions of it. We're talking uh, the descriptions that you read for products or services or even podcasts. That's copywriting. Um, sometimes an intro copywriting, social media posts, copywriting, um, even scripts for TV shows can be considered a, a form of copy. So it's a, it's really encompasses a lot of different things and something that we often overlook. Um, just like looking at a, a logo even. Um, I'm looking at a, a Duracell box. It says rechargeable Duracell, number one trusted brand. That's some pretty good copy right there. <laughs> That's the key words in there. <laughs> but like – yeah, like the keywords, the colors, the fonts, the sizes, just like very, very subtle things that no one even knows or cares or even thinks about, um, but subconsciously make us uh, prone to getting that thing. Because if this Duracell uh, logo was like four or five sizes smaller, it'd kind of be a little awkward. It wouldn't really fit on, on the page. Uh, and if it was like red as compared to white, I'd be like, all right, so it's a little hard to read. So um, if you don't notice copy, I think it did its job, essentially. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really it's weird. weird. So, all right, so that's Jesse. If you want to listen to Jesse, that's episode number th- 136. He's got two parts as uh, we've kind of like starting to change um, the flow of our episodes. So next we had Ben Lawfer on. Um, is that, did I say it right? Lufer. 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 A little bit of French to there. Lufer. Um, but he, he was the one that was like, he was going to school to be a chef. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's kind of turned into like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Now. Chef, entrepreneur, um, looking into meditation, uh, self-awareness, traveling, uh, just finished his gap year, which I think is, is pretty interesting as well. Um, so I've, I've legit met maybe three, four people who've ever like done a gap year something that's, we all have an understanding of what it is, but not too many people actually go through and do it. Yeah. Well, I've always like wondered, like, how do you finance yourself during a gap year, especially the, the high school to college gap year? Um, I can understand more of the college gap year, like between college and work, which is kind of what I'm doing now, which is like, you can use internship money and it's easier for you to pick up side jobs. But that high school to college gap year was, is really interesting in terms of like, how do you stay funded? I think obviously a lot of people, um, they leverage their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, with Ben, he was doing a lot of stuff on the side, like, um, culinary school, um, um, starting his own thing like he's testing a whole bunch of things not necessarily just sitting there and playing xbox and just chilling all day yeah he really took advantage of it all um took the time to meet some people like he was going to events um during his gap year which i think and that's where i met him um at a next gen event shout out to uh dylan and justin for getting us connected there at that event 
super, super dope. If anyone's interested, Next Gen is definitely uh, a dope place to to meet some new people. Um, but he really took advantage of the time that was allotted to him and made the most of it. And now he's going into college with a, honestly, a huge, huge, huge head start. Yeah, because I feel like he actually kind of knows what he wants to do, so he can actually take the classes that he needs to take because he has a journey. Um, not necessarily a journey, but he has kind of like an outlook of what he he wants to do, and I think that's what college kind of fails at the beginning is like their pitch is, oh, you get to choose whatever classes you want, but if you don't necessarily know what classes you want, you can't choose correctly. So I think that whole gap year mentality is good if you can finance yourself as well as if you use it the right way and you're not just kind of sitting and chilling all day and doing who knows what. Yeah, and I feel like there's like a theory or something for that where it's like um, you're just the pol- uh, the pollution of choice. I, I don't know. I guess that's what I'd call it. Um, just when you have so many choices and with colleges they do this, like you can take any class – you can go, you can study whatever you want. Theoretically, because yeah. you know, because you have all of those prereqs if you want to take the good ones. And it's like you have all these options that are available to you. It's like, all right, shit, well, like, I don't know exactly what I, I want to do yet. So you kind of dip your toe in everything, and it gets to a point where it's like, okay, now I know what I want to do, but I can't do as much as I want to do because I took so long to work my way around and find what I wanted to do. So. I don't know. I guess just my personal view on things there. No, I agree. And I feel like a lot of intro classes are really boring. Um, (laughs) So like you can't even get like a real feel like what you want to do. But if you're like out there doing and trying things and you can actually genuinely understand if you like doing something or not. But like for instance, finance, they don't tell you you're just going to be doing Excel worksheets all day. But that's what you figure out when you become a senior. Um so yeah, that's but that's the school system. That's a that's another argument, so to say, for for another day. Um, but that's episode one thirty seven um, with Ben Lefer. Um So next is Nico. Nico has been a good friend of ours for for a while now. Um, he just released his new book. Uh, I believe the name of it is "We're All Marketers." Yeah, we're all yes. marketers. We are all marketers. Twenty go to principles to help you market like a marketer. And like his whole premise is obviously that we're all marketers, but I completely agree. Like you can have, this is kind of what I say on LinkedIn, like you can have the most beautiful profile, but if no one sees it, then what's the point? And you need to be a marketer to allow people to see it. The same thing goes for anything in the world. Like whether you you have a good resume and you're trying to get a job or you're trying to sell this thing or you have a good product, but nobody seems to have it. Um, Kind of all these things like that. You need to be a marketer because you need to figure out a way to put yourself in front of the right people. You're right. And I feel like with Nico, the way he describes it, it makes it applicable to just everyday life. Just going through um, daily interactions with people, how we present information, how we present ourselves is essentially a form of marketing. Um, We're wearing our brand on our sleeve. Um, and we want people to, you know, buy in, see that. Um, so we really, in, in the grand scheme of things, we really all are marketers. Um, and Nico himself has had a, a pretty interesting path, uh, path as well. Originally from uh, South Africa, as, as mentioned, moved here when he was 12. Um, 
and was he invested his time at a young age into people in conversation, which I think is a little more unique, like really cool, really interesting to do at such a young age. Yeah, and he just he just became a citizen too. So mm-hmm. like, congrats, congrats yeah. to Nico. Congrats also, to Nico. shout out to Nico because he put us in the book. Like, yeah. what? I think we have our own chapter about like resourcefulness, yeah, or something like that. So, shout out to Nico for putting the Get Your Grind Up Squad in the book. Um, we'll definitely have it linked in the show notes where you can kind of figure it out, check it out, and obviously buy the book. Yeah, yeah, I just got my copy as well, so I'm gonna go through mine. And definitely hop on, uh, check in the show notes. We'll have a link to the uh, the Amazon page where you can buy a copy. Definitely do that. And that's episode 139? 38. 138, sorry. Mm-hmm. Episode 139, we've got FIFA Abe. Yes. Um, FIFA Abe has, he came on the show, what, I think two years ago, a year and a half ago? A year and a half, I think, yeah. And it's been it's been a wild adventure for at least for like especially for me and Michelle because um, we've really grown like a good relationship with with Abe. Um, we went to his Dallas event. We've went to his uh, with the Orlando event that just happened a couple weeks ago at the All Star event. Um, it's been it's been a wild time watching and seeing how he's been able to kind of grow not necessarily not just his personal brand but like his skills on FIFA and like kind of starting to make a name for himself in the FIFA scene. So super looking forward to to what next season has for FIFA 20. But yeah, dude, if you if you're looking to get into esports, if you're looking to get into Twitch gaming, um, this is a good episode for for you to kind of learn a little bit about it mm-hmm. yeah and with with eight like he's not only is he um i wouldn't say he's well established in the, the fifa east fifa community the mls community but he's also a really fucking good fifa player um which helps yeah, as well i mean he just got his his championship against uh billy wingrove i i'm still never going to forget that because i love f2 um, and Billy, just to say that you you beat Billy, I think is incredible. Um, but he's really solidified himself, worked his way into that community, um, and he's going to be there for a, a long time, giving out tons of uh, FIFA tips, great content. I know he's a little bitter that didn't get the the beta. Well, Abe, it is pretty good. No, I think he he Abe. ended up getting it. He ended up well, yeah. They ended up giving every pro player oh, the okay. beta. So if, if you got, I think if you got twenty seven wins in weekend league, uh, you become like a verified player. Um, so if you did get twenty seven wins, I think you got the beta because they were saying that it's not fair for like the other pro players if like fifty percent of the pros got the game before the other 50% or something like that. So they gave all of them, I think. Well, by association, I'm a pro player then because... Yeah, I wish I was... Closest I've gotten is 24. I've never done... 24 wins. Believe it or not. It's a lot of stress, man. It's a lot of time. I I just don't have the time for it. I can't be bothered. It's like 10 hours, I think. I can't be bothered. I'd, I'd break my controller it's generally 10 hours of stress like you're you're sitting there you're getting 90 90th minute goals kickoff goals like it's it's 
it's fun, but it's not at the same time. I will time. legit break my controller. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was episode 139 with FIFA Abe. So check that out. Definitely. Um, I think he's going to start getting back into the streaming world um, once FIFA 20 drops. So look out for that. And then Lulu Price, um, episode 140. She's a social media fashionista. Um, I really like this episode because I get to learn some tips about fashion. And for those who don't know, I do not dress <laughs> well. I don't dress at all, essentially. Um, basically, kind of how my... Uh, my wardrobe works is whatever's at the top of the drawer, I put it on and yeah, that's about it. So I got some tips from Lauren there, but I think Gary got more out of this episode than I did because like I said, the whole fashion side of my, of my world, it's very minimal. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I did and the episode was, it was different than what we would typically do for episodes, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, just hearing Lulu's insight on everything um, because as stated in the episode, I'm like um, a sportsy preppy cash, um, which is a, just a clusterfuck of words I put together and called my, my style. Um, but I, I got the approval on the soccer jerseys, which was really cool because um, I soccer jerseys are taking over the world, man. And I love it. Dude, professional jerseys don't fit I, well on me, though. I've noticed you, that. I don't you know why. Size too big? Is that why? I think my body is way too small for a professional yeah, jersey. Yeah, then, bud. Yeah, I just haven't gained <laughs> any weight, really, or lost any weight since, like, college. Like, I'm just the same build. And it's just, like, I have a Hazard jersey in there, and it literally looks like I'm swimming in it. Same with the Ronaldo jersey that I've got from Madrid. And it's just, like... You know what? That's funny because a lot of the people um, that I've seen wearing jerseys, like, I going around New York yesterday, I saw um, some Liverpool jerseys. I saw one United kit. I saw Chelsea and a Borussia kit. But all the people that were wearing them, they all look like Shakiri. So they're big, stocky, shorter individuals. And I'm just like, you know, those jerseys fit. Um, but I can kind of see how it, it, would, it would swim on you there. We just got to get you to bulk up, dude. That's that's what it comes down to. But um, Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> eventually, eventually. That's on the plan. But um, no, some seriously, though, some great tips um, from Lulu. I don't want to give away too much on this episode. I do want you guys to, to hop on um, the episode and check it out again because there's a lot of quality information. Um, and we learned a lot about her, her lifestyle, how she got to where she is. Because, I mean, um, like a lot of the people that we, we have on the pod, she's doing, she's living her best life by having her blog, her Insta page, but she's still working a full-time job. Um, she's, she's making it happen. She's killing it. So um, she's integrated a, essentially a side hustle into her everyday life and thriving um, from it as well. So shout out to Lulu for doing what she does, for being as cool as she is, and for the dope tips. Much, much appreciated, Lauren. Yeah, and that's 
she's the definition of get show grind up, right? Mm-hmm. Building something in her daily life, um, in her, at her job. And then also, also, wow, I can't talk also building something on the side as her little side hustle. So it's, it's an amazing time to be alive. It's an amazing time to be a part of the get show grind up nation. Um, we're getting some killer guests on in the future and yeah, that event, if you want to learn more about it, visit the website, www.getshowgrindup.com. Um, Follow us on all of our social medias at Get Show Grind Up. And please let us know how you like these episodes. Do you like the new format? Do you not like the new format? Do you like the loading bar lounges? Do you not like them? Um, do you like our guests? Should we have more of this type of guest, more of that type of guest? Please, we need those types of feedback because we want to make this geared towards you guys back at home. Um, and last but not least, please, please, please leave that review for us it helps us grow immensely i just came back from the podcast movement and that's one of the things that they highly stress that you get people to do because the more reviews we get the more our nation grows so always remember we are all young and dumb and never forget get your grind up see you guys next time peace Peace.